رَبَّنَا وَجْعَلْنَا مُسْلِمَيْنِ لَكْ Our master, just make, her, make us Muslim just for you. وَجْعَلْنَا مُسْلِمَيْنِ both, both of us, both of us who? Ibrahim and Ismail alayhim salam Make both of us Muslim just for you. لَكَ For you. Now, Muslim for you, what does that mean? Make us of those who are always in submission. Always who give up their will. There's always two options in front of you. What do I want to do? What does Allah want me to do? Make us of those who always think of what does Allah want us to do? And they give up their will and they take Allah's will. This is what Islam literally means. To give up, to submit. To submit what? To submit what you want and accept what Allah wants. That's Islam. That's what he's, what he's talking about. Submitting before Allah's will. So he says, make us of those who always submit before you. This ism fa'il is used, you know. So instead of saying, nuslim, nuslim lak. Rabbana waj'al nuslimu lak. Nuslimu would have been the mudari' form. That wouldn't have permanence in it. Muslimaini, just keep us Muslim. Just keep us that way. Keep us always in that state of submission. وَمِن ذُرِّيَّتِنَا أُمَّةً مُسْلِمَةً لَك You remember he asked about his future generations. What did Allah say? He said, only, only give peace and prosperity to my believing children. Allah said, no, even the disbeliever, I'll give him a little also. He's coming back to his future generations. The first part of the dua was about his immediate son, but now he comes back to the future generation of his and his son. He says, okay, fine, I can't ask for my entire future generations, because I've already asked that one, and I have the answer for that one already. So he says, min ذُرِّيَّتِنَا What does min mean? From, out of, out of our future generations, Ummatan Muslimatan, like at least one group, at least one ummah, ummatan Muslimatan, one ummah that remains in submission to you. Okay, we know we can't have all of them, but at least guarantee me one. One group should remain straight. And he, this is a very powerful dua because he knows there have been people before who had a following of believers, but after a couple of generations, not even one group remained. That was on the truth. The entire nation was gone. So he's begging Allah, at least keep one ummah intact. One ummah. Ummatan muslimatan lak. Wa arina manasikana. And on top of that, show us our rituals. Now the beauty of this is, show us our rituals, is at the end of, towards the end of this supplication, he's building what house? The Kaaba. So he's begging Allah to show him how to worship Allah at the Kaaba. Arina manasikana. But when he says, arina this time, the na, it is not just Ibrahim and Ismail who has just been included now in, as the dua progresses. The future generations too. Show all of us our rituals. In other words, show us how to do hajj. Show us how to make salah. Salah is part of the ritual to, to, towards the Kaaba. Hajj is a ritual towards the Kaaba. Umrah is a ritual for the Kaaba. Show us arina manasikana. It's including everybody now. He's, he's including all of his lineage in it. وَتُبَ alayna And accept our tawbah. Accept our tawbah. It's not enough, you know, philosophically speaking a little bit, just thinking outside of the box and speaking to those who are not in our faith. They say, I love God. You know, there are people who say, I don't follow religion, but I love God. He's awesome. You know, I believe in Him too. What does He want you to do? Well, He tells me in my heart what I should be doing. I've met crazy people like that. I used to, when I used to live in New York, one of my co-workers, she used to say, yeah, you know what happened last night? I saw God in my dream. And he told me what I should have for lunch today and stuff. It's like, what's, what's wrong with you? That wasn't God, that was the devil. You know? You're confused. You know? But the idea that I'm going to figure out for myself what Allah wants. No, we have to ask Allah to show us what He wants from us. We can't know that for ourselves. 
And some narrations tell us that before Islam came, there were people sincerely wanting to worship Allah, and the ignorance had spread so far and wide, that at the house of Allah that Ibrahim built, they did not know how to worship Allah. So the only thing they could figure out of their creative juice, was, oh, we'll just take all of our clothes off, and dance around the Kaaba naked, and this will be our way to worship Allah. They didn't know. They just didn't know. So when Allah's Messenger comes, sallallahu alayhi wasallam, and teaches us these rituals, it is a fulfillment of the dua of Ibrahim alayhi salam. Wa alina manasikana, wa alayna, and accept our tawbah. And subhanallah, if you look at the correlation between the Quran and the Sunnah of Allah's Messenger, sallallahu alayhi wasallam, one of the promises of the Messenger for a Hajj that is accepted is what? What is one of the great benefits of the Hajj being accepted of a Hajj mabrur? Forgiveness, your tawbah is accepted, clean slate. And Ibrahim says, as he's building the Kaaba, show us the rituals and accept our tawbah. Accept our Certainly, you're the only one who keeps turning back. Tawab is just a mubalagha. This is what I'm ending with today. Tawab is just a mubalagha. You know what that means? You keep turning back and you keep turning back and you keep turning back. You know, human beings can be forgiving too. Human beings have the ability to be forgiving. When somebody makes a mistake, Let's say at work, your employee makes a mistake, you forgive it the first time. He makes the same mistake again, you forgive it a second time. Three, four, five, six, seven. After like three times, you're like, you're fired. Why am I fired? Because I let you go the first time. Then I let you go the second time. I can't keep doing this with you. I'm done with you. He says, no, I'm really sorry. And you say, no, no, you said that last time too. I'm done. I don't have that kind of time. The teacher can do that. The student fails one exam. He says, okay, one more. He fills another exam, he says, okay, fine, I accept your tawbah this time too. The third time around, he says, you know what, sorry, this is over. I'm, I'm kicking you out, you're done, you're finished. Right? This happens in many relationships. But our relationship with Allah, we mess up, we make tawbah. We, even if we make sincere tawbah, is it possible we mess up again? Absolutely. Our, our track record shows this way, our, our, our resume is pretty bad. Right? We go back to Allah again, He accepts tawbah again. We say, okay, we won't do it again, we promise, then we make the mistake again, we go back to Allah again, and guess what? Does He say no more for you? No, Tawab, He keeps accepting Tawbah. But what's beautiful about this ayah is, Ibrahim salam is asking for Tawbah, first and foremost for who? For himself. And, and second in line for Ismail salam, and third in line for his future generations. Now for his future generations, I understand Tawbah. What we have to wrap our heads around is what is the tawbah of Ibrahim salam? What is he making tawbah for? What is Ismail salam making tawbah for? When we think of tawbah, we think of eating haram, backbiting, lying, cheating, stealing, not giving somebody their right, missing the fard prayers. We think of tawbah for bad things we do. Ibrahim salam, that's out of the question. You know what he's making tawbah for? The good things he's done. The good things he's done and he's convinced they may, have not, may not have been good enough. So he considers that a shortcoming. Can you imagine the difference in standard? Our standard is we make tawbah for bad deeds. He's making tawbah and istighfar for good deeds that could have been better according to him. SubhanAllah, when we talk about the messengers being at a different level than ourselves, we have to appreciate what that means. You know? What is it, and this came up in, in Dars the other time too, in, on Sunday, when the messenger makes istighfar. What is he making istighfar for? Sallallahu alayhi wasallam. There's a difference between when you and I make istighfar and what we make istighfar for, and what Allah's messenger makes istighfar for. When we say that may Allah forgive our, our mistakes, dhamb, 
And when the messenger calls his mistake a dhamb, sallallahu alayhi wa our dhamb and his dhamb are worlds apart. Our, wor- our best deed wouldn't even amount to his worst dhamb. There's no comparison even. There's two different standards we're talking about. So when, when we just look at translation and don't appreciate these powerful differences, some great aspects of just the, uh, the regard we're supposed to have, the respect we're supposed to have for prophets, والسلام, is lost. I make it a point to emphasize this more because we are in a time where respect is not easily found. People don't have respect for anything nowadays. We don't have respect for time, we don't have respect for ourselves, family members, elders, youth, wives, husbands, parents, imams, fellow Muslims, co-workers. We just don't have respect. We don't, you don't even have respect for the guy you're driving next to. You don't have respect. You don't have respect for co-workers, for fellow peers in classes. Respect is missing. And when respect in these small things is missing, it can get worse and worse until you don't even have enough respect as you should have for bigger things, like Allah's book. You know, like deen, like the Qur'an, like the messenger himself, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. When you find that people are getting lazy in saying sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, it's a pretty good sign that respect is going down. We have to keep this, these things alive. And no, well, I tell you, wallahi, nobody will teach your children and my children. Nobody will teach them. Not in a Sunday school, not in a khutbah, not in a halaqa, not in a lecture, not in a YouTube video. Nobody will teach your children respect for Allah's messengers like you will. Nobody will teach them that. You have to sit and talk to them about it. You have to remind them over and over again. You have to build in them that love of the prophets, والسلام, especially our messenger sallallahu alaihi wasallam. May Allah give us that love and respect of the prophets والسلام, and may Allah teach us to become people of people of tawbah like the messengers themselves were. Barakallahu li wa lakum fil Qur'an al-Hakim wa nafa'ni wa iyyakum bil ayati wa dhikr al-Hakim. Assalamu alaykum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.